and welcome to That Seems Unfortunate, the show where we talk about all the interesting events, gaming, and music news, with heaps and piles of sarcasm. I'm Chris Vittorio, and I'm here with Steven Bridenstine. How you doing, Steve? Doing good. It's uh, good to be back for a, a second rousing episode. After three days. Yeah. Two, three. Quick, quick track break. Of time. Quick break, and now we're back with more things that people I'm sure care about at some point. Maybe. Alright, so, first thing on the uh, agenda for the day. It is only a short nine days before All Hallows' Eve, or uh, Halloween, as those call it. If you're a dirty American. If you you, uh, appreciate the red, white, and blue. Call it Halloween. Yeah. You excited for Halloween? Are you a Halloween person? I I actually am a Halloween Halloween. person. I, I enjoy Halloween quite a bit. Because I don't care. I'm 19 years old, all right? But if the opportunity arises for me to go and get free candy from strangers, I'm taking the free candy from strangers. That's fair. So I you're mean, like a you're like a candy person? Like you, you're just in it for the candy? I mean, okay, I get to look creepy, like I do, yeah. you know, every day, but like substantially, you know, more. That's fair. I get free candy. Yeah. But this year... If you go as a clown, you might possibly get shot by the people trying to give you candy. Yeah. It's like we get all the fun of a normal Halloween, but this time with infinitely more clowns. Everyone's favorite thing. Um, just just when you thought roulette. just when you thought it couldn't get any more cliche to dress up as a clown on Halloween, it suddenly got even less original. Which is and really now they're impressive. killing people. Yeah. Um Well, I'm I'm I used to be a big candy kid. Like when I was when I was a child, I was like huge on. Well, when I was a small child, now I'm just a giant child. Uh, I was like really big on candy, but I don't really see it as candy anymore because I just eat candy. As a college student, candy is just part of your your daily diet. It is. So so like, I don't really get any more candy. Like my, I have a like a pantry kind of thing in my room, and it's just filled with like Oreos and candy corn and like just bags of candy so i mean the candy part's kind of already covered for me i'm more of like a it's nice to be spooky and somber for a day well not somber but like a like a happy somber to uh to put it in a way that i had a bit of a meeting with my friends um yesterday and um in in the spirit of halloween while we were uh you know meeting and doing our thing someone decided to pull out their tablet and you just hear Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers <laughs> down your sp- And I'm like, oh no, they're playing the song. I guess, yeah. I guess that would make the best part of Halloween would be the fact that that song gets played more often. And that's a wonderful song. <laughs> it's, it's either you love it or you hate it, except if you're me, in which case you do both. Yeah. If you hate it, you just hate that you love it so much. Yeah, pretty much. No, 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 no. It's literally the repetition of the entire song because it's just... It, <laughs> I don't know why, but I don't feel the same way about the song uh, "This Is Halloween" because I actually really like that song. Well, yeah, that's a that's a classic. Yay! That's Yay. a great movie. I should watch that movie. I'm gonna I know watch people that do it. Yeah, people watch that movie around Halloween time. I should do that. You should. It's a good movie. We all should. We should have a big Nightmare Before Christmas meeting. Yeah, just a big watch party with Nightmare Before Christmas. Kind of like they did with the debate. Yeah, only with something good. Yeah, 
There was um, actually there was actually a debate watching party at a local yeah. club. Yeah, college campuses are huge for debate watching. I also had or didn't have. I saw a group that uh, was doing a watch party for that Rocky Horror Picture Show thing that yeah. was on NBC or something the other day night like Thursday I think it was. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have you ever seen? I don't I don't know anything about Rocky Horror Picture Show. Do you do you know about it? Like I other just than know the name. It's popular. Yeah, because I've seen, like, so much talk about it, and it seems like it has, like, one of those really big, like, cult followings. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know why, and it's, it's kind of something that I want to find out, but, like, haven't yet. Maybe it's, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm lazy, you understand? Yeah, like, it's a lot of work to watch a thing. <laughs> it is. And it's, like, I think it's a musical, and as much as I love musicals, by that I mean I don't really love musicals, um... It's, it's hard for me to sit through them. Like, I still haven't listened to or watched Hamilton yet. I, you know what? Don't, don't you even get me started on Hamilton, all right? Have you? I don't, what? I don't want to listen to it. What? Do you have, like, a negative opinion of Hamilton? How could you have a negative no, opinion of no, Hamilton? No, it's nothing against Hamilton. Really? Oh, is it just It's musicals. I don't like musicals. Oh, really? Like, you I just don't musicals. like them at all? Yeah, I just don't like them. Really? I, I don't like... So seek out to listen to them, but I I respect what they do. I just like it's it's a movie with singing. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, it's like every Disney out, movie minus the animation. You should check out uh, what it's like Doctor Horrible's sing along blog or something. It's the Neil Patrick Harris musical, but it's like a comedy musical. I heard that's really really funny. I've seen stuff and heard some songs from it. It's actually like really funny. And, I'd probably listen to it and watch it if I had the time. I will do but it. I feel like that would Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, I feel like that would give you a better opinion of yeah. musicals. Maybe Hamilton would give you a better opinion of musicals as well. If it's Maybe. really as good as I hear all the time, it must be pretty like, spectacular. Okay. Like like apparently like there's a there's a bromance between like Jefferson and Hamilton, right? And from what I understand and from the vibes I've been getting, it's like it's more gay than it is bro. How do you... I, do you, like, know that fine line? Do you know where it crosses, like, even in the olden times? Yes. I feel like the, I feel like the fine line a, there's a very of distinct gay difference different. Between, like... See, this is just hearsay, all right? So, <laughs> like, I don't know this for certain. I'm just going off by what I heard. So, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And, <laughs> and you know, just correct me. But... From what I heard, like, there was a scene where, like, I don't, I don't know, Jefferson smacked Hamilton's ass or something. And I'm like, okay, that's where the line is. You, you got a problem with dudes smacking other dudes' asses? I'm not on the football team. Um, I mean, those are kind of unrelated sentences there. Not really. <laughs> it is apparently a thing to smack other people, like your, your fellow players, on the ass after a good yeah. game. That's totally a bro thing. I mean, it depends on how it was done. Like, if he did it in slow motion with, like, while humming a Barry White tune, I could imagine <laughs> it being a little homosexual. But, I mean, like, the, it's pretty bro. I think It's pretty I think it's bro. A, I think it's a bro-ish action. Uh, you know what? It's it's all in the context. Yeah. Now, now, if it's in the gay context, I don't know how I feel about, like, literally making two of the founding Historical founders have to be fucking gay. But, but I mean, like, well, I mean, like you know, you know, if that's what you want to do with it, fine, do what you want. I didn't make it. 
There's rumors like that, like, Washington... not Maybe not Washington. I think it was Washington. It was either Washington or Lincoln was gay. I think it was Lincoln, actually. There's some Lincoln pretty, uh, had a wife, though. Yeah, but because that, that was just what you did back then. If he was actually gay, like... If you come out as gay and whenever Lincoln was president... I'm really bad with the years. But if you if you come out as gay then, then like, they're it like... It was, like, 1861. Yeah, then you're, like, suddenly this hated dude. Because they didn't like gay people back then at oh, all. Yeah. Really. I mean, there was not really a big um, separation of church and state. Yeah, so I mean, it was like if he actually was gay, he wouldn't do anything about it. It was more of a, you got to settle down and get a wife and kids in order to look good in the public eye. But uh, he might have still had some, some tendencies that could give the opinion. I don't think it matters, though. I don't think it would really change the world um, whether or not anyone like from the Clinton. past was gay. It's like... Well, I mean, that's a little bit more of a modern example. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, were like, there rumors that Bill Clinton was gay or what? No, no, no. It's like, um, like how how you live your life doesn't exactly determine whether you're not you're oh, president. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when Bill had that affair with Monica Lewinsky, did that yeah. make him a bad president? No. No. Plenty of other things made him a bad president. <laughs> like no, no, he wasn't even a bad president. We were out of debt. Yeah. We um, we weren't in debt then. You know, Bush reopened that wood but yeah. i mean clinton just had a moment of weakness as a man cheated on his wife which i can totally back up because i mean look at hillary because i've cheated on my wife before <laughs> no i mean you look, the one look that at hillary exist. come on yeah that, that's, that's a face i would cheat on i'm sorry <laughs> That's, that's so cruel that's such a cruel statement man that <laughs> sure is one cheatable face Whoa. That, like, hits home, dude. How? You're not Hillary Clinton. I know, but, like, like if someone were to say that to me, like, I, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that just ruins, like, your, your whole self-esteem. Steve, I could give why do you the most confident of people. Like, oh, could you imagine, like, if you were, like, dating this girl and you and you were, like, out on a date with her and one of her friends comes walking up and she's like, oh, is this your boyfriend? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, wow, that's one cheatable-looking dude. <laughs> You uh, should find yourself a side piece, honey, and then walk away. Like, you are just destroyed. Forever. Like, yeah, like, how do you recover from that one? That's like, that's a crushing Fatality. blow. Jeez. Apparently well, it's different when you talk about political figures. Yeah. Sure. Apparently. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I just think it's weird. It seems like every time, uh. Every time someone's seen as good, the internet goes, hey, let's look up ways to say that they're not good. And and most of the time, it's like ways that like don't make a difference. Like, for example, if Lincoln was gay, it wouldn't make a difference because yeah. he was still Lincoln and still human, you know, yeah. like gay people are. <laughs> like, like gay um, people are. Because, yeah, in and fact, then, there's, a, there's a word be, like behind gay that says people. Yeah. My God. Yeah, you know, the people part. Yeah. It's still a thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a more modern example is Ken Bone. I don't know if we talked about Ken Bone. I don't think we did talk about Ken Bone in the last episode. We may have briefly mentioned Ken Bone. Oh, I feel like we should have. You you know Ken Bone though, right? You've you've heard about him. You've seen him. I've never heard of Ken Bone. You have not. You're missing out, dude. Okay, I so mean, during during the second debate, did you watch the second debate at all? No, actually. Well, during during the second debate, someone asked a question about energy, and his name was Ken Bone. And he was this big, like, chubby-looking dude in a red sweater 
and he had like this really pedo-y looking mustache, and he was just the most adorable looking dude on the face of the planet. Like, do you remember the bad guy from what was it, Toy Story Two? Yeah, like Al. yeah, he he looked like that. He looked like sweater Al and all. Al's toy barn. Yeah, that's that's like where his first thing got picked up was because people were like, oh man, this Ken Bone guy looks like this guy from Toy Story 2. And then everyone was like, wait, is his name really Ken Bone? And people started freaking out. And he was like a national hero overnight. Ken Bone. And like he was on, he was being interviewed. Like he was on shows. He was on late night shows. He was blowing up. And he was like this really nice guy. He seemed like a really genuine dude. Um, But then he does an AMA on Reddit. And uh, he didn't make a throwaway account. He used his old Reddit account that he's had for years in his AMA. So what's the first thing the internet goes and does? Searches through every single thing he's ever posted on Reddit, ever. (laughs) And, like, they were going through it, specifically trying to defame this poor Ken Bone. Because he didn't do anything. Yeah, they were like, man, this guy certainly looks like America's hero. He's this nice guy. Let's look through and see if he's ever said something slightly racist in the past. (laughs) Slightly racist. The biggest thing they found, and this this is hilarious to me, is that he he is, I think, into uh, pregnant women porn. Or not porn, but like pregnant women is his fetish. Okay. Yeah. I've uh, heard weirder. I know, right? And specifically, um, it was on like a picture of like a pregnant woman in like a bathing suit or something and is it was a comment from his account that has just said like beautiful human submarines or something what <laughs> yeah and so this comes out and everybody's like wow this ken bone guy is not as nice as we thought and it's like why why not what what suddenly makes him so what he might be into pregnant women that's creepy sure but there's probably a lot of people that you adore that are into even creepier stuff yeah. Why, does it, why does it matter? He's still Ken Bone. He's still the nice, gentle giant in the red sweater that everybody loved. He's still <laughs> can, that can dude. That, can that forever be his title? The gentle giant in the red sweater? Yeah. Dude, his his uh, AMA was called The Bone Zone. That's so awesome. I forever respect this man. The Bone Zone. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, and then the internet goes, all right, let's find out what we can we can look up about this nice guy that's done nothing at all to anybody and find a way to hate him. It's like, come on, that's not fair. That's actually, like, that makes me, that's like one reason I seriously feel guilty about studying to be in the media. Because the media will totally do this. Yeah. They do this all the time. They totally do. That's that's like why I'm going into the media, so I can make sure that that kind of thing doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, leave the guy alone. If you find something creepy that, like, really shouldn't be there, maybe it should be well-known. But, like, if this guy said that he got mad at a black guy in a McDonald's drive-thru one time because he got his order wrong, let's not blow this out of proportion. Yeah. I think another thing um, was that he committed insurance fraud uh, when he was a a teenager. I, I just remembered this. Um, cause he was working for this pizza delivery place, but he didn't have car insurance and he didn't want to lose his job. So while he was trying to get car insurance, he like forged a fake document, I think, and just used that. I'm sure at least half of the country has done something like that though. That's super impressive though, that he was I mean, able I mean, to fake I'm, it hey, good for on that him. long. Yeah. Good, good on him. I mean, if Trump can uh, be called a genius for skipping out on taxes... 
Ken Bone is a genius for skipping out on car insurance. I love how, like, you know, if you ask someone if they pay taxes and they say no, they're like, oh, you're a, you're a tax cheat. You're a, you're not a patriot. Donald Trump says it. Oh, wow. So enlightening. Yeah. Best like, businessman of our time. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't like taxes either. No one does. Like, but do, do you see me being a hero? Well, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying so hard. Yeah. Heroes, being a hero is fun. Apparently being a hero is not that fun. You know who's a great example of that? Ken Bone. <laughs> <laughs> he was a hero and look what happened to him. They brought him down. I mean, they tried to. Ken Bone's still I'm, I'm Bone. gonna, I'm going to make a Ken Bone shrine now. Dude, I want to be Ken Bone for Halloween, but I also know that 6,000 million people are going to be Ken Bone for Halloween. There's going to be as many Ken Bones. Dude, the three big costumes are Ken Bone, clowns, and the kids from Stranger Things. That's it. That's every Halloween costume. That's it. My God, I guarantee you that's gonna be that's gonna make up more than like sixty to seventy percent of Halloween costumes, and then a good twenty percent are gonna be things that shouldn't be sexy but in sexy form. Yeah. You know, I actually just looked up a photo of Ken Bone. Oh, dude. And <laughs> so now great. I know exactly who you're talking about. He's so great. Because I have seen memes with Ken Bone in them. Yeah. That's how I know who Ken Bone is, and I love Ken Bone. Ken Bone is awesome. He's so great. Like, I, like he's, he hasn't done anything to anyone. Yeah, I'm not going to let some media article bring him down for me. He's still my favorite person. Ken Bone my is My favorite awesome. thing of the election cycle. Ken Bone, if you're listening, we love you. Yeah, we love you, Ken Bone. We will send you. this podcast to Ken Bone and talk about how much we love him. But Ken, we love you. <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's, like, not even talk about the election at all i think no. we should leave off with just talking about ken bone and then whatever else we briefly mentioned about something that has very little to do how uh, cheatable hillary's face is <laughs> let's just leave that off let's not do anything seriously election related let's just do ken bone and bill clinton cheating on hillary and leave it at that i think that's the best election news we could possibly cover yeah hillary is apparently <laughs> very easy to cheat on and ken bone is a hero Bones a superhero. Ah <laughs> oh, man, that's perfect. All right, let's let's move on. Yeah. So, big news, huge news, and we we wanted to well we didn't want to talk about sports. We said we were going to talk about sports last time, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna mention it this time around because for the first time, well not the first time, second time in our lifetimes, uh, first time since about a year into our lives, not even, the Cleveland Indians have made it to the World Series of Baseball. And all of Ohio is rejoicing, except for maybe the Cincinnati part, because <laughs> the Reds were terrible. I can do sports ball. Look at me. We've, we've done it. I don't care who you is. This is just as big as the Cavs making their final, except the Cavs won. Hopefully the Indians can do the same. Could you imagine, even if you don't follow sports, could you imagine two Cleveland sports teams winning their championships in the same year? All I'm going to say in this case, well, two things. One, I'm glad the Indians are going to the World Series. They seriously deserve it for the way they've been playing this year. But the second thing is a bit less serious. Because in my media announcing class... Our professor pulled up this video. I don't know who it is. I, I don't know where he's from. I think, well, he's obviously from Ohio. But it was this guy who looked vaguely like a very, very ginger Rick Astley singing 
and dancing a, like, to a song he made and recorded about how the Indians are going to the World Series. That's awesome. I don't remember who it is, though. That's I, so great. I, all I know is the dancing kind of freaked me out a little bit because it was, like, very 80s-esque. The singing was good, though. Oh, he even sounded like Rick great. Astley. That guy sounds awesome. Rick Astley. Um, it's Rick I was, Astley I was, reincarnated. I was... Uh, what? He's still alive. <laughs> is he really? Rick... Did you think he was dead? I, I don't know. No one talks about Rick Astley anymore. Yeah, he made he made a decent amount of music uh, after Never Gonna Give You Up. And there's, like, this this peak of, of uh, his career where he... His song titles were, like, Never Gonna Give You Up and, like, Favorite Girl and all these really happy things to, like, Why Did Your Love Break Me Down and I've Been Destroyed by Love. And there, it was, like, this really dark shift in Rick Astley's, like, discography. And I don't know what happened to the poor soul. I feel terrible. But it, it was, like, that's that was his discography. If you look it up, like, album for album, it's, like, Never Gonna Give You Up and all these happy, happy love songs. And then just instantly just the saddest things you can imagine i'm gonna look this up later yeah like it, i haven't actually listened to the songs because i feel like i didn't want to cry at the time that i found it out i was already close to tears just finding out that somebody broke poor rick's heart rick no yeah poor richard poor richard astley richard astley that was the had best his, had his heart broken hopefully the music was just as good though i hope it yeah. didn't hurt his music yeah um, but I was super hyped for the Indians, um, except for the fact that um, the the last game, like when they won the series that night, I wasn't able to watch the game because I had a lot of homework to do. So I'm sitting in my dorm working on homework, and I saw that we won, and I was super excited. But then for the next half hour straight, my neighbors down the hall blasted Cleveland Rocks out of their room on repeat for literally a half hour. Just the whole Cleveland Rock song, which I love the song, but at full blast for a half hour while you're trying to work on homework, I was like slightly less excited for the Indians at that time. I was sitting there like, you know what? Maybe maybe the series could have went to game six or seven, you know? Maybe I could have uh, celebrated a few games from now rather than tonight of all nights. But, uh, whatever. That, my, uh, my professor also, after that Rick Astley guy, he also played Cleveland Rocks. Yeah, I mean, the song is wonderful. It's a pretty good it song. Fits... It's the Presidents of the United States of America. I like that. Yeah, band. they're such a great band. And good band. it fits it fits so well for this year because we're actually winning, except Wait, the are Browns. Are they actually from Cleveland? Presidents of the United States? Um, maybe? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, that'd be a nice fact. going to look it up. Because uh, I don't actually know. Well, while we're on the topic of music and you're also looking something up, I could switch over to... Uh, what I'll be starting a mini-series of, and this is uh, Steven's Weekly Apple Music Discover Playlist Review, which will probably have a shorter name in the future because this is the first time I'm saying it aloud, and it that really ran on for a long time. Found it. Oh, are they? No, they are, in fact, from the complete other side of the country. They're from Seattle. Oh, good for like, them. Okay, so here's my question. Why are you writing a song about Cleveland? Cleveland still rocks. I mean, yeah, don't, from get, Cleveland, don't get me wrong. It doesn't if, if you rock. love Cleveland, you know, love them. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure, what? I'm sure they also think Seattle rocks, but Seattle rocks. Seattle rocks. Doesn't, that doesn't slide Cleveland off the tongue. Rocks. Yeah, it doesn't slide off the tongue near as well. Yeah, you're right. So so they, they, had, to, they had to compromise for their second favorite city. <laughs> Good enough. 
I'm down with Cleveland. Yeah. Alright. So, my weekly Discover Apple Music playlist review thing, also known as My New Music Mix, because I don't think, uh, I think Spotify has the word Discover. So, uh... It does. Yeah, so I, I don't think Apple Music is gonna take that. Um... I've got to figure out how I'm going to run through this, because I could just give the names of all 25 songs. That seems like a, a tough time. Give like the top five. I'm going to run down the artist names, all 25 artists, and then just talk about some of my favorites and least favorites. So we've got music from Johnny Swim, Tyler Glenn, Hippocampus, Coleman Hell, Max Frost, Night Riots, Tessa Violet, Grizz, or Grease, Declan McKenna, X's. Lolo, Denzel Curry, Dram, Gucci Mane, Vince Staples, Made in TYO, I don't know how to pronounce that one, Frankie, The Vamps and Matoma, Desert, Dessert, not Desert, two S's, Strawberry Shortcake, Fletcher, King Charles, Frank Hamilton, Lanks, One Drop, and Cash Plus David. So those are the 25 artists from this week. Um, I didn't know... I only knew two names going into this week. Uh, the week before... Well, I guess three names. But the week before, I knew, like, I a decent amount of them. I only knew one when you were talking. Which, which one? I know Gucci... I know who Gucci yeah. Mane is. I was I about it. to say. I, I know of Gucci Mane. I've heard the name. I've never... This is the first time he I hate. I hate his music so much. But I knew Night Riots. Uh, they had a big, a big song over the... Like, I think... I want to say two summers ago. Maybe last summer. And then I knew, uh... Vince Staples because he was featured on Flume's album. And when you said you the, when you said the X's, I actually thought of a totally different band called um, X Ambassadors. Oh, I don't like them. I actually do. I like them. I more. I think I just had a soured opinion of X Ambassadors because the song Renegades just was not for me. I like that like, song a lot. It was like actually. such a. It felt like such a cheesy song to me. Like they just got a blueprint for a, uh, an inspirational millennial song, and then they were like, "All right, what word haven't we used yet?" to describe millennials and they were like i don't know renegades and like, oh that sounds good let's good toss enough. it in there yeah that's what it felt like to me it was a see, decent song music wise but the lyrics kind of were really off-putting see i i've listened to music like that a lot maybe mine is that kind of genre but i i don't know the whole thing struck a chord with me and i, and I thought it was okay i mean yeah it, it could have been better but like it was okay yeah it wasn't it wasn't a bad song i just didn't have a great uh I guess opinion of them through it alone. Um, that one song. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very first impressiony with music. I don't but, know. What about USS? What is that? Another song of theirs, or is that another? No, that, that's a totally different artist. Band. Yeah, I was about to say. I've never band artist. I don't know. I've only ever heard one song, and I only know of them because I watched an ad for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and one of their songs was in it. That seems like a great way to get into a band i heard them on the call of duty trailer i mean it, the song if you really listen to it makes absolutely no sense at all yeah that sounds about right but i mean it was catchy and i listened <laughs> to it like three times until i got tired of it so yeah out of the 25 songs from the 25 different artists that I named off of this this playlist. Last week I could say, it updates on Fridays, so last week I could say I enjoyed probably close to 12, 13 of the songs, and only was kind of into like five of them, and then didn't like maybe the other seven. So it was like a decent 
decent playlist to shuffle through. This time around, I only really liked four of them. Four of the songs. I was indifferent about like ten of them, and I really just didn't like like ten or eleven of them. Wow. Um, yeah, it was like just it felt like a terrible week. Uh, the songs that I liked were Night Riots' Fangs. If you haven't heard Night Riots, they're very good. I just really like Night Riots. I might actually have to pick up an album of theirs now that I've heard two songs and enjoyed both of them. Um, and then Boyish by Hippocampus. I've never heard of Hippocampus, but uh, they had a really cool sound to them. I have vaguely heard of Hippocampus before. Like, like their name may have popped up like one time in a conversation. It sounds familiar. Yeah, but see, I, I I don't know if I've ever heard them before. Like, see, at first when you think Hippocampus, like that thing in your brain, but then, like, but it's like two words, like it's a like literal a, hippocampus. Yeah, it's like a it's like a college for hippos. So, any liberal arts college? Yeah. Ha ha! Woo! Check. Uh, and then Bitter Leaf by the artist Lanks. I've never heard of Lanks, but it gave off a, a Chet Faker feel. Have you ever heard Chet Faker before? Nope. I absolutely love Ch- Chet Faker more than, like, the world itself. Chet Faker's, like, one of my favorite musicians. He's, like, really kind of like a bluesy feel almost. Like yeah. A, yeah, he's, he's really good. Um, and this kind of had a similar sound. And I was, I was a fan of it. Um, and then the last one was Loco by Vince Staples. Uh, Vince Staples, I, I had mentioned he was on Flume's album. Flume's most recent album, which I, the name is escaping me right now. Um, but if you haven't heard it, Flume is one of my favorite DJs. And I say that, and it means a lot because I don't like DJs. Yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned that last, last episode. But Flume is like one of those DJs where it's like, I actually want to listen to most of his music. Um, but Vince Staples had a feature on that, and I kind of liked him in that. And then if you've heard his name before, you may have seen the video of the, the crazy Christian mother ranting about his song ca- called, like, North North. Called um, what? North North. It's pretty, it's like North. He's saying North, but it's with the F, because he's got, like, a really, like, strong accent in his... North. Uh, yeah. So, so it's the song... I, like I don't... death metal band. I, it does actually. I like, don't know the. And welcome to the stage, North. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember the the lyrical content of the song too much. Uh, I know it wasn't as bad as this crazy Christian woman made it sound, but she was like reading off the words and and like if you've ever heard a white woman read off a rapper's lyrics in in just speaking rather than actually trying to rap, it I, is really. I, it is a spectacle. It is a really great thing to hear. Like, it's funny. It, yeah, it's so great. But she was, like, reading these lyrics from his song and, like, crying. <laughs> she was talking about how awful it was and how, how like, he was corrupting the youth when in reality it was like she was really just mis- listening to what he was saying. Um, but this song, Loco, is really just so catchy. It's got one of those... I don't know if you've heard the song, the full song. You've probably heard the chorus of Six Foot, Seven Foot, which I believe was Lil Wayne. Um, nope. Where it kind of it kind of just has this consistent flow of lyrics. Like, he's just going. Like, he's he's just consistently rapping over, like, a, a re- repeating track that lasts, like, seven seconds. And it just repeats it over and over. So it flows, like, really nicely. And Vince Stable's voice is, like, perfect for that. And it was, like, this really good song that, like, came together... And then it has a feature from this, I think it's a girl, if, if the feature is the girl that I'm thinking of, uh, named Kilo Kish. Uh, never heard of her either. 
but like it's got a nice i think she plays his conscience in the song okay and it's like it's a really good song i highly recommend vince staples he might be one of my uh, one of the rappers i will play center rappers i can truly appreciate um <laughs> which is an ever-growing list but it's still not a great list so it'll be nice to add more to that because like it's a really good song everything else very bad let me let me point out some of the worst just bad uh bad. let's see there's a song by Denzel Curry. This is this is a good example of bad rap. Um, the song I don't want to say the name because I think it's an offensive term, but uh, just know that it's G Star Star K in the iTunes. So uh, I'm not gonna say it because I, I don't know if it's a I don't know what the word means, but it's offensive. Do. I yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. So that's the name of the it's, song. It is an, it is an offensive term towards Asian people. Yeah. It, it's it's such a bad song to me <laughs> it's like the beat was kind of too strong it was like yelling at me <laughs> beat, not even him not even denzel curry it was the beat that was yelling at me and denzel curry sounded like he was not a very good rapper um he kind of relied on a somewhat catchy hook and just repeating himself over and over again and it was not it was not very good um here's the real question though was he like young thug bad no, he was. You could hear what he was saying, but okay. you kind of wish you didn't. <laughs> you could understand the words, and you were like, "Oh, why can I understand these words?" Yeah, um, "Cash Machine" by Dram. I've actually heard of Dram. He's pretty good, but the song "Cash Machine" was one of those songs that make you like kind of inspired, and then you realize exactly what he's singing about. There's a song like that last week too, called "Nudes." Um, you can see where that song's going, uh, but it was like this really like romantic sounding love song and then you realize the whole point of the song is him trying to get nudes and I was like oh that takes a lot away from the song that See, makes it certainly less said, interesting you said nudes I swear to god I thought you said newts N- newts? like like, like, newt. a, like the lizard? yeah like I, the I'd lizard. listen to a song about newts I'm gonna write a song about newts See, but no you know what I think they already did and they uh, they like put it in the show Cat Scratch was there a song specifically about newts? I know there were newts in the show. I don't know. I remember Waffle being the king of the newts. Yeah, there were newts in the show. Newt! It's a good show. It's a funny show, yeah. actually. Yeah, but Cash Machine was a song where it was like, hey, I'm successful, I don't need the approval of other people kind of song, which is a cool concept to me, but basically the whole song wasn't so much a, I don't need your approval because I'm successful. It was a, hey, look at me, look at how much money I got. I got so much money, I could buy anything in the world. I don't need to talk to you because I got money, and you don't. You're below me. And I was like, well, that that takes a lot out of the song. So, so that's... So he's like Lil Wayne in in this regard. Yeah, but more more in your face and less uh, Lil Wayne. Let's yeah, um, overall, I just made Lil Wayne sound like a senile old man. Yeah, Lil Wayne in the nursing home. <laughs> Can't wait to see that. Yeah, that would be interesting. Overall, I, I was not a fan of this week. I hope next week will be better. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's my first... Weekly Discover Playlist, New Music Mix, Apple Apple Music Review Playlist thing that I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. So what have you been listening to, Chris? Anything new from... No. Uh, nothing, nothing new. Nothing at all? Not really. Like, you know what? Silent, I'm still, a silent three days? 
I, you know, <laughs> well, not silent, but nothing. You know what? The only thing I can think of um, bringing up is I'm using, I'm starting to use more of Pandora, and I, I just have this dubstep uh, radio that I play now. But other than that, like, th- like I just forgot about all these radio stations that I had on Pandora. <laughs> And they all had, like, the same... Like, they could all be the same radio station. I'm not kidding. Because, like, there's Rise Against, some 41, Anti-Flag, System of a Down. And I'm like, these can all just be, like, summed up into one thing. Yeah, I did that when I first used Pandora. I had, like, an Arctic Monkeys radio and a Caged Elephant radio and a Black Keys radio. And I was like, they all show up on each other's radio stations. What's the point? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Seems unnecessary. Yeah, it is. Like... I'm thinking, I don't, like, I don't know, I don't know how to work Pandora, but anyway, that's literally it. The only one that's different is, like, maybe Anti-Flag Radio and this dubstep radio. Hmm. That's interesting. By the way, if you, if you don't know who Anti-Flag is, you should look up Anti-Flag. The lyrics, and, well, the lyrics are great, the vocals are subpar, just like Bob Dylan. <laughs> Did you hear about Bob Dylan, uh, not saying anything about winning his Nobel Prize in Literature. He won a Nobel Prize in Literature? Yeah, he's the first musician to ever win a Nobel Prize in Literature. And, uh, he, he kind of doesn't care. He's like, hey, well, you, you yeah. know what? When you're, when you're Bob Dylan, you don't have to care. Yeah, and it seemed like the one of the people from the Nobel Prize Academy thing was not too happy about it. Well, that wasn't the... They were not too happy. I think the quote was something along the lines of, could you see it as, like ungrateful and rude or whatever and he's like yeah you probably could but i mean that's just who bob dylan is so he was kind of taking shots at him but at the same time he was like i'm not really sure what we expected because i mean it, it's the first time a musician ever won a nobel prize in literature yeah you would and think I mean, like oh man they'd probably be super honored but i mean i'm sure he is it's his lyrics are very doesn't care th- th- those are very literature like yeah he's got good liter- literary lyrics Yes, literary lyrics, man. That's a band. Name. Yeah, yeah. It seems we'll like start a band. We we'll start a band called Literary Lyrics. Yeah, that's that's, really literary lyrics. That's a, yeah. That's the best place to start a band from. Just the name. Do you, do you have a genre? No, we got a name though. We're gonna work no, from. You know what? From whenever the name I up. whenever I create a fake band, and I'm not gonna give you any of the names here because they're all really vulgar and brutal. But like. Like you know, you know, they, they sound like they should be like grindcore death metal names, but we're like, oh no, dude, we're uh, we're soft rock incorporating jazz and reggae. Yeah, we're ska pop. We're ska pop. Bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know if ska pop can ever be a thing. Yeah, I was supposed to say, can you bring something back that never existed? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like not only did it never exist before, but it's never going to exist because yeah. ska in itself is like pop. But it's also a sub, it's a subgenre of punk, and though there is pop punk, it's not pop enough to be really considered that. Yeah, I saw a list of like pop punk songs, and I was like, "What is pop punk supposed to be? None of these bands look like they belong in the same list." Exactly. But yet they're all kind of just tossed into this pop punk category. There's there's like from what I understand, there are two different kinds of pop punk. All right. There's what I call old school and new school. If you're looking at old school, pop punk could easily be considered Green Day, Blink-182, 
uh, Weezer, and things of that nature. New school, you have these bands like the Wonder Years, or like Chunk No Captain Chunk. I, I don't Never know what to say about those ones. Those are... Never heard of that. See, th- th- those are totally out of my element. They're yeah. good, I guess, question mark, but... I, I don't know. I like. I think I like Blink One Eighty Two better. Yeah. Although hearing the the bands Green Day and Weezer in the same grouping alone sounds weird to me. But they're actually fairly close because I mean they're Pumpkin relatively alternative. similar when you think about it. What? They're relatively similar when you think about it, but they yeah. just seem like they come from such different parts of of music. They um, do seem to, but at the same time, they're like very similar. Yeah, because Weezer's like a bunch of nerds that sing about being nerdy and being happy and nerdy and green days like a bunch of angry like anarchy kind of calling for action guys yeah yeah when you compare songs like uh american idiot and uh island in the sun <laughs> you know what let, let <laughs> pretty me, different let, let me let me uh, take you a step further there saint jimmy and in the garage yeah those are like you, my name opposites. is jimmy and you better not wear it out Suicide Commando, that and all that, and it's just in the garage. I feel safe. No <laughs> one cares. About, and I'm like, those are yeah. very different songs. Yeah, it's very it's both very good songs, but funny how music works. It, it is. It really is. But uh, let's let's move on to this next topic. Um, I really want to get into this gaming stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. I let me tell you, I got some stories. <laughs> He's got stories, people. I got some got stories. Him. All right, what so are your stories? in our last in our last uh, podcast, we uh, we touched on the uh, relevance of D and D and stuff, and um, I recently got into playing it over the course of this three days because I didn't have work. Go me. Um, but what happened was um, I had already told the group to kill off my character, so I had to remake a different character that I had from a totally different session that I was doing. And here are some of the highlights of his adventures with this group. He almost got himself killed by running into a bunch of enemies. Nice. He got hugged by a giant metal man. Oh. He vomited on the floor twice. Let me, I'll I'll explain that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, twice. Ooh. And now he has some serious PTSD issues. From the vomit? No, <laughs> no, from the last campaign, because, like... Okay, so the character's name is Novus Talaron, and he comes from this other thing that I was doing. And um, in that campaign, he had a year to live because he really pissed off the DM. And um, the deus ex machina of that campaign... His name was Steven. No kidding. Yeah! But no, 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 no. Listen... The deus ex machina's name was Steven. He only knew the word Steven. Yeah. He had a magic shop called Steven. Yeah. And now whenever my character has, like, a serious mental breakdown, he'll just start rubbing his arms, freaking out, just, Steven. Steven. (laughs) Steven. I'm glad I'm so heavily put into this D&D session that I'm (laughs) not a part of in any way, shape, or form. But when he's not freaking out, he does have a verbal tick. Not, like... At just moments, he'll just be keck. Oh, keck. That's an interesting. Thing. I I don't know. I was just kind of I was just kind of like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what stuck. 
and all of these things have stuck so far. But yeah. let, let me go into the uh, vomiting on the floor bit. It seems like an interesting story to tell. Yeah, so um, in case you didn't know, the, our listeners, um, the way you like do anything in D&D, except for maybe move and literally speak, is you roll a, you roll a 20-sided die. If you roll a 1, there's no way, like, even if you have modifiers, there's no way you're getting rid of that 1. The worst thing that can happen to you happens. So I was trying to talk to this guy that we just met and trying to convince him that we're okay. I roll the one and I vomit on the floor. <laughs> then he starts bad talking my friend and I was going to do the same kind of check to make him stop. I roll another one and I vomit on the floor again. Wow, that's pretty positive. <laughs> now he just thinks I'm a loser. <laughs> that seems like... Like, even in real life, I feel like that's a possibility, and it, and it would just be great. Like, I feel like there could be an entire, like, sitcom episode dedicated around just, let's meet this new guy. Hey, how you doing? We're a bunch of cool guys from... <laughs> 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 no, Sorry about that. I didn't that. even get to say anything. I just, like... <gasps> just, oh, nice. Like, I, open like, your mouth. It was bad. No words in here. <laughs> no words just in here. Lunch. Just vomit. Yeah. And, uh, actually, like... Tim, the DM, he was gonna like just have me just kind of stop talking, but then I just thought of the phrase "word vomit," which is just blah 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 blah. blah. So I'm like, wait, why go with word vomit when I can go with actual vomit? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just make it worse. Because yeah. if something bad's go gonna happen out. and it's not gonna hurt me physically, I'm gonna do it because it's gonna be really funny. Yeah, just go all out. Make it happen. Let's see what else happened. Oh, yeah, the, the metal man that I mentioned, he he actually caused us to skip an entire puzzle because um, <laughs> like there was this big wall in front of where we were supposed to be, and there was a big puzzle on it, right? And he's like, I'm going to grapple the wall and try to pull it down. Walks over, <laughs> rolls a 20, pulls the wall down. Wow. Just, <laughs> okay, let's go. We're leaving. <laughs> Yeah, that's one way to make it happen. I was like, we're leaving, let's go. Brute force. Brute yeah, metal brute force. force. When nothing else, like, when all else fails, brute force. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the majority of the D&D story. Except for the fact that as soon as I got in the game, this, uh, well, the one female that we have playing with us, her character apparently flirts with everybody. Ah. And I was just sitting there. What do I do here? I don't know. This is weird. <laughs> My character has PTSD. He's not used to female contact like this. Yeah. Taps him on the shoulder. He just hits him with a solid uppercut. <laughs> ah! No, oh, just sorry about talk. that. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> sorry, I'm not used to this. That's your fault. You tapped me on the shoulder. Because I, I have issues. Yeah. Tap for tap. You tap my shoulder, I tap your face with my <laughs> fist. <laughs> with... An incredibly large amount of force. Yeah, but about 150 times more force than yours. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. But yeah, moving on from um, the tabletop RPGs, I want to talk about and kind of endorse this game that I've been playing. There was a Flash game version on uh, ArmorGames.com, and there was apparently a mobile game to it as well, because you actually apparently need the mobile game to... I guess, finish the story. The game is called Lone Wolf. It's it's like a sniper game that you would find, you know, anywhere. Oh, yeah. 
but um, the story is a little bit more involved. There's more guns to be had, and the way they actually do it on the mobile version is you can do as many missions as you can, but if you retry, they take away one of your ammo, and you have like 10 per goings-on, I guess. Five minutes, you get another one. But that's kind of how they limit that, except uh, if you get premium, which costs like two bucks, but you get like, like all the guns. Like any mobile game. Yeah, I know. But like, you get all the guns, all the attachments, unlimited ammo, 25,000 credits. Wow. So yeah, you pay two bucks for all that. That's not a bad deal, if you ask me, but it's not something I'm opting for. I'm still stuck on like one of the last missions and it's actually really making me angry <laughs> so it's just like a basic like 3d sniper kind of game not even 3d it's oh really it, like have you ever played like clear vision no i'm not very knowledgeable on the uh sniper game market all right well go and play like any of the clear vision games the sniper assassin games and um the sift heads series Especially, like, the original ones. Because those were all sniper-based. Hmm. Because all it is, it's like a point-and-click. You just have to, like, find the target, align the crosshairs, and then just click, and you kill the target. Huh. But, yeah. um... Seems like one, a pretty good game. The mission I'm stuck on is actually really giving me a headache. Because, um... The way I'm doing it, you're, like, a thousand meters out, and you actually have to, like, calculate bullet drop and wind. And... See, the problem is, a thousand meters is, like, really down on the scope. Yeah. And they're really far away, so you have to get, like, that really perfect alignment. There are five people, and you have to make sure none of them see each other die. That seems very difficult, actually. <laughs> it is very difficult. I've been, I've been, you know, wrapping my mind around this, and I can't do it. Like, yeah. I've tried at least 20 times. Yeah, I played, um... Sniper Elite V whatever for PlayStation uh, 3, Sniper I think Elite it was. V2? Yeah, I played that. That's my experience with the actual Sniper games. That's a and game. I could imagine a mission like that in, in Sniper Elite would be all kinds of frustrating. I have Sniper Elite 3, so I know what you're talking about. Is that the one where you can shoot Hitler's nuts off? No, I think you can do that in Sniper Elite V2, actually. Oh, yeah, might have been. Oh, yeah, it was the DLC in V2. It was the DLC. I think there's something in 3... Where you, I don't know. It's like a DLC where you can do something like that. Just like that Hitman DLC where you assassinate Gary Busey. It's a Hitman DLC where you can assassinate Gary Busey? Yeah, it's in the new one. Or the newest one. I don't know if it's a DLC or if it was like a weekly challenge thing. I just know that for a period of time, a bunch of people were assassinating Gary Busey. Did you kill Gary Busey? Gary Busey! Yeah, why not? <laughs> of all the people. <laughs> yeah, like why Gary Busey? I mean, he's funny. Yeah, that seems like such a reach. Yeah. I mean, I guess I respect it. Like, like you, you could have done, like, I don't know, Tom Cruise or Adam Sandler. No, you had to go for Gary Busey. Oh, I would assassinate Adam Sandler. I know you would. Oh, speaking of Adam Sandler, since we're talking about terrible comedians. Um, <laughs> terrible comedians that are successful for all the weirdest reasons. Um, we talked about Dane Cook a little bit on, on last episode. And today, I was watching YouTube videos, and I was about to turn my PlayStation off. And I got a recommended video of a Dane Cook stand-up, like a small joke, 
from a stand-up set like eight years ago or something. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I got to watch this. Because I, I have not watched a whole lot of Dane Cook in my lifetime. I, and by that, I mean never. I've only seen his face. I've never actually seen his performance. And yeah. um, the whole joke was like perfect Dane Cook at his finest. Most of the jokes were not funny. Like, most of the pieces of the joke were not funny for any reason other than him screaming it or saying it in his weird Dane Cook accent. And the crowd would, like, laugh and cheer, and I was sitting there, and I'm like, what was funny? What was... He didn't say anything funny. It was like I was watching, like, an entire episode of The Big Bang Theory, but the laugh track had faces to them. It's like, they didn't even say anything funny there. Why are you laughing? But I could actually look the people in the face and say, why are you guys laughing? Stop laughing. This isn't funny. Um, but the I guess the joke as a whole actually did kind of make me laugh, and I, and I respected it. Because the... Uh, to explain the joke very briefly and cutting out all of the Dane cookiness of it, um, it was something about he was on a bus, and this guy sneezed in his face, and he said... God bless you. Oh and yeah, the, guy the atheist joke. With, yeah, oh, I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist. But yeah. How it ended with uh, it ended by him saying like, I hope because the guy said he wanted when he died he would be like fertilizer and then reborn into a tree because yeah. his body would go into the earth. And then he goes, well, I hope when you're a tree, some guy comes running over and he cuts your tree down and he drags you over and he puts you in a sawmill and he cuts you up and you get made into paper. And then in that paper, that's where the Bible is printed. And I started <laughs> laughing. I legitimately laughed. And I was like, all right, that was pretty well thought out. Yeah. That was a good joke. But it was even like leading up to that, it was just like, you could have done that so much less enthusiastically. And I might have liked it, but it felt like you were yelling at me. Just like just like that one that one rap song from my discovered playlist. <laughs> no, <laughs> the beat was uh, the yell- the beat was yelling Dane at me. Cook. Dane Cook uh made a very minor appearance in American Dad once cuz like Steve eventually just stopped caring what other people thought of him and what he had to say. And um it's like Steve runs up to people, "I hate you. You suck." And then runs up onto a Dane Cook uh stage i don't care what anybody says you're hilarious <laughs> yeah that's uh that's where the world is now it's loki big... hating on on dane cook yeah i am a trump supporter and also love dane cook's comedy Woo! And, <laughs> and then you have no friends yeah you, that's the funniest joke ever told you're a trump supporter that enjoys dane cook's comedic stylings it's like you just you just can't win, can you? You just can't win with your opinions. Zero for two. Yeah. I would try to come up with like other examples of awful things you could do, but I can't. Oh, here here's the best one. Uh, milk and then cereal. Kill yourself. Yeah, if you're if you're just a Trump supporter no. that also enjoys Dane Cook stylings and also puts the milk in before the cereal, I mean, like you are just you should be in a museum somewhere. You are a national treasure because. <laughs> You, you just no. hit every terrible thing you could possibly hit. <laughs> You're missing like, one. Good for you. You're missing one. What would that be? You eat pizza crust first. Oh, it's gosh. Not stuffed crust. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, if it was God. stuffed crust, I it's understand. It's so weird. Stuffed Why? crust, I get it. I really do. But if it's not stuffed crust, then don't just stop. Go to another planet. How are you living your life so wrong? <laughs> How are you missing out on so many easy things you could be doing? Gosh. Like not listening to Dane Cook. 
Hold on, I have to confirm something. Because I do this and uh, I'm like, it's like split 50-50. When you're taking like a pill or something, do you put the water in your mouth first or the pill? I do the water first. Yes, okay. Good, because, I'm not no, alone. No, see, the thing is, because I tried the pill and then the water thing, and it doesn't work for me. It's so, so weird. I have a very sensitive mouth, so... Uh, Same. So mouth, I, I get where you're coming Mouth, is, as Dane Cook would say. I have a sensitive mouth. Mouth. Um, <laughs> he actually said mouth, and I and I laughed. That was the funniest part of the whole thing, because I just pre prematurely knew that that word would be funny if he said it. Well, yeah. Um, let's, um... Let's start wrapping this up because we're 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 reaching about the hour point. So right. um, just just a few uh, offhand things before we uh, end the show tonight. One thing I seriously want to talk about is I hate, I brutally currently hate tech support people. <laughs> they need to. Okay, first of all, they need to stop using AI to to do their work because listen, I just got a new printer, right? Okay. I get a wireless printer in my house and we're trying to hook it up to the desktop and it's just yeah because we're, we're talking to people at Best Buy and we're like trying to hook it up to the desktop but apparently our desktop is like too freaking old to hook up to this thing so we tried to hook it up to my laptop that works but seriously like the first guy we talked to he was helpful and I thank you but but that second guy that I never spoke to at all, but was like fully online text communication. I hope and pray that you do not reproduce. Yeah, especially if you're AI. That would create some <laughs> kind of weird iRobot situation. That would, uh, that would bring about some issues. Yeah. Tech support. Tech support's interesting. I have to make a quick interjection because I said the word iRobot and it made me think. Um, was I Am Legend just iRobot with zombies? I never saw iRobot. You never saw iRobot? Well, I saw imagine, I am Legend. Imagine I Am Legend with robots. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. I just made that connection in my head. I'm sure I've made it before, but they both start with I, they both have Will Smith in them, and they're both about something that's not humans taking over. I mean, that sounds vaguely right. Yeah, I, I like just made that connection in my head when I said I, I Robot and. D- does Will Smith have a freak out in iRobot? I'm sure he does. I think so. I've seen both, and I think he did. I like uh, I Am Legend a lot. I'm sure the I Am Legend freakout was much more severe, but he, he certainly was not happy about the robots. Well, I mean, he did have, like, an M4. Yeah. I don't think he had an M4 in iRobot. <laughs> um, Pretty sure. Yeah. So before before we wrap up, I want to I wanna make a bit of a, what, an advertisement? A self-promo, I guess? Self. Yeah, of uh, two weeks from today, November 5th, I think that is. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Two Saturdays from today. um, My brother and I, for the last three years, I think, maybe two, it's certainly been two, might have been three, have participated in the Extra Life charity uh, event that is run, I think it's, I know Giant Bomb's a part of it, I don't know if they actually have a stake in it or if they're just one of the big donors but it's for uh saint jude and it's playing video games to raise money for charity and so two weeks from today november 5th we're not sure of the start time yet i'll probably update i'll talk about this more on the next upcoming podcast so i'll reference it again um my brother and i will be doing a 24-hour 
live stream for charity. Um, I'll have a link in future descriptions as soon as I have one cemented. And uh, yeah, anyone that'll be around that can watch us give ourselves sleep deprivation and also, uh, you know, donate some money if you can to help out the kids, that'd be awesome. So yeah, thought I'd throw that little self-promo out there. And Good probably stuff. throw it out a few more times in the future. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up for us. Uh, let's do one more thing before we head out. And what would that be? I want to just talk about the uh, television. It's just going to be a quick uh, one, two-minute thing. I want to talk about one of the things I'm following, not totally religiously, but something vaguely religiously. <laughs> but um, I'm really excited for the next um, Walking Dead season to come out because I'm literally, like, almost tearing my hair out Wondering who Negan beat to death with a baseball bat. Like When does that come out? Like, this week. Is it Sunday? Like, tomorrow? Or is it next week? No, I don't know. No, it's like this coming week. It comes but, out on Sundays, though, right? Maybe. It might be tomorrow. I'm not... Actually, I think it is tomorrow. But um, it might be it. the Sunday afterwards. But what I can tell you for sure is that there are, like, a bunch of characters that I hope didn't die. Like... Daryl, of course, because I like Daryl. Uh, Rick, yeah. because I like Rick. Abraham, because Abraham is awesome. Abraham's the ginger guy, right? Yeah. I like that guy. Um, if I had to guess, I think he's going to die. I don't want him to die because he's, like, so cool. But like, I was I was having discussions on that, and he seemed like the most likely one to die. Yeah, except maybe Eugene. Um, I feel like that wouldn't be ground-shaking enough. Yeah. <laughs> I feel Maybe. like that'd be a really lame no, drop-off. You know who would be really ground-shaking, you know, like, minus Glenn? Yeah. Maggie. It would, it would be one of them. One of the Glenn, Maggie, Daryl, Rick. Call. No, you know why Maggie, though, right? Uh, isn't she pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. That would be horrible. But, like, yeah. I don't think, like, here's the thing. I don't think they're gonna kill Rick because he's, like, the main focus. Clearly. I don't think they're gonna kill Daryl. Yeah. They might try to kill Glenn but fail. Uh, sure. Oh, if he doesn't kill anyone, that would be... That would be because in the no, in no, the no. comic book in the comic where book it was like in a first person view of him smacking someone. Yeah, in the comic book, uh, Negan kills Glenn. That's who dies in this yeah, exact scene in the comic book. But yeah. I mean, they don't follow. They're not going to follow the comic book all no, the time. No, they haven't yet. Yeah, but well, they they've like slightly done that. Yeah, they're not going to piece for piece follow. But the comic book. um, let's see who else. Um, Michonne is a very likely oh, candidate, that'd be I think. really weird if it was Michonne. I would not be able to to stomach that very well. It seems like you'd be losing a really key character. See, like, I like Michonne. I like her character development. She's really good. But I, it wouldn't surprise me that they would see her as an expendable character. Yeah. Kind of like know. Abraham. Yeah, I, I think Abraham's the most likely. I, I stopped watching the show about a season or two ago. But if I had to take my outside-looking-in guess, I would I would say Abraham is... Like, I think he's the most likely, but, like, there's that shrivel of hope inside of me. He's like, don't kill Abraham. I like him. Yeah. I I stopped watching um, before, uh, I think Eugene was still, or no, it was just after Eugene said that he wasn't who who people thought he was. Yeah. It was, like, just after that, because I think that was, like, nearing the end of the season that I stopped watching. Yeah, and then he got punched in the face a lot. Yep. So he's good from that? I never actually found out no, if he was fine. okay. He's fine. <laughs> because, see, he seemed super dead after that. No, that he wasn't down. dead, but he was knocked out pretty cold. Yeah. 
I did not know it was going to happen to the poor boy. No, nah, he, he, okay. he got beat down. He's it seems okay. like it is tomorrow. I, I looked it up while you were talking. Uh, new episode comes on tomorrow, which is good because I was going to say, oh, we could just what talk time? about... Uh, nine? Yeah, nine. <gasps> yes! Yeah. I was going to say, uh, oh, we could just talk about it next episode. But it looks like we can't because it is going to be on tomorrow. So I'm glad you brought it up. Um, yeah. If you're a Walking Dead fan, you're about to have all your questions answered tomorrow. So good for you. Um, and unfortunately, I can't imagine I living tomorrow. through. Ooh, unlucky. I can't yeah, imagine I through work, living through such a... But I get to watch the a, show like, right afterwards, so I'm happy. Such a cliffhanger. Like I can't. I don't think any of the shows that I, I watch have uh, had such such a cliffhanger of like, well, two seconds into this episode, a character's probably going to be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll be an exciting yeah. moment. Yeah. All right. Now I think that about wraps us up. We are yep. just over in the hour, hour five minute-ish mark. So I think yeah. that's a good good stopping point for sure. Um, yeah. We'll be back next week sometime. Right. We don't have a set schedule. And remember to tune into That Seems Unfortunate next time. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks Later. for listening. Yeah. <laughs>